You're listening to Plan B Podcast. The opinions expressed and shared on this podcast are of our own. Welcome to Plan B.SG. We are five months into this pandemic. More than 150,000 people have died. Genuinely, this is what the science is showing. And granted, you know, initially early on, there was a bit of confusion as to what you needed and what you didn't need. Welcome to Plebi.sg, I'm Zari Smile. And I'm Dharma. And I am Rama. Shitty month today. I've been spending a lot of money. Uh, shitty month? Yeah. Well, shitty. you just got a new baby. Yeah, yeah that's, that's supposed to be a good thing. Expenditure. Mm-hmm. A big show coming up. Mm-hmm. Ah. A quarter million dollars spent. Wow. Just to, you know, for 5,000 seaters. Damn expensive. Yep. Every single shit mm-hmm. they are charging me. They put sponsored like <laughs> goodie bags, mm-hmm. additional thousand dollars. You want to open booths to sell your merch? Mm-hmm. They take a percentage of that shit. Oh, okay. Every single thing. Capital. You like capitalism? Right? Yes. No. <laughs> no. 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 Okay. So you so, know, okay. You know the last um, show that you went to, uh-huh. my show. Yeah. Uh-huh. So you know how much I spent for that? How much? 80 k. Oh wait, that's like nothing compared to this new one. Nothing. Of course, but this is for two days. Eh. Yeah, this yeah. the it's size is double, triple, right? Yeah, mm. and they haven't quote me for the production cost. So we just had, we like... just came from a meeting just now. Wow, I'm just like it's crazy. Mm. How gonna make money? The devil is in the details. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, oh, you're a businessman. You yeah. know that, right? Yeah. yeah, it's all in the in the nitty gritty. When you yeah. get into the actual contracting, and then you're like, hmm. How mm. much do I charge you for this? How mm. much do I rip you off for this? And only <laughs> that, like next year, we have like a whole slew of events coming uh-huh. up. Yep. And I've been doing like a, a closed door survey mm-hmm. with our listeners, and they share me a lot of things. Some of them are losing jobs. Yeah. Um, expenditure, mm-hmm. spending power is getting lesser. Yep. Um, prices are going up. Yeah, prices are going up. So they might not, you know, certain things that they have to forego, they might. So like a ticket for two hundred dollars, that's that's really top. Mm-hmm. Mm. What they are willing to spend right now is hundred dollars or less mm. for a ticket, maybe even lesser than that. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been monitoring all other events. Mm, the way that they spend, uh, habits are changing. Mm. Wow, consumer behavior is changing. Yeah, that makes it bad for business because right? you're uncertain. I mean, you don't like. I mean, you like for you, you need to plan things in yeah, advance. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. like, how do you set the pricing? How do you set how much uh, supply are you willing to put out there? Like, all mm. of these things get thrown up in the air because of all these questions. Mm. Yeah. I mean, on our side, we've we have fired several staff uh-huh. yeah. because of yeah. financial yeah. issues. I'm, I'm just going to be honest and transparent to our listeners. Yeah, these are the things that we're facing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. This is and the things that businesses face. Yeah. We have to go through it. It's and pretty, especially yeah. at a time like this. I mean, mm-hmm. bro, I I cut back on my restaurant. I'm looking for a more uh, feasible place. Yeah, mm-hmm. something that's more financially sound. Mm-hmm. So I think it. And and you know what, I saw that. When I closed my restaurant at the same time, there mm. were like five or six different restaurants, mm. all halal restaurants that closed as well. So yeah. it is, it is a trend. Yeah, it is happening. Real. It is a real mm. uh, issue that's affecting everyone. Uh, I'm a heavy fan. Grab user. Mm-hmm. Uh, prices of rides are really expensive. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Food is expensive. Yep. I spend on average like fifteen dollars or more on a single meal. Wow, one meal. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Is a sub. It's a subway meal. Mm. Oh God! You know you can have like so three meals outside. Yeah, I don't cook, so 
maybe it's time I start. Uh, yeah. I know I'm just causing I can't help of, you there. Yeah. No, you're too busy. <laughs> don't give me empty promises. No, 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 okay. no. I'm we, serious. It's time we understand the situation. Yes. yes. Actually, we should have understood this, this situation like months or years back, mm-hmm. but mm. never too late. Yep. Who are we with, Roman? Okay, so uh, I'm with, we have two guests with us today who have uh, kindly uh, agreed to come on for the purposes of uh, sharing with our listeners mm. uh, things concerning the financial industry. Yeah. Uh, we have Ridwan. Uh, I know Ridwan from an interest group uh, that's called IF at SG. Mm-hmm. It is basically an interest group that concentrates on issues concerning uh, Islamic finance. Okay. okay. Uh, but of course, with that, uh, he has a lot of information and knowledge on conventional finance as well. Mm. Okay. Uh, and with him, he has uh, another guest with us here today who is uh, Dr. Hazik. Wow. Mm. Uh, and Dr. Hazik is a trainer, I understand, who works along together with uh, Ridwan. And they are both... Uh, much more knowledgeable than us when it comes to the finance industry. So Mm -hmm. uh, let's hope we're going to be learning quite a fair bit in the next hour or so. Hopefully. So we'd like to welcome to the show Ridwan and Dr. Hasik. Thank you for spending time with us. What's happening? Why are we losing money? Yeah. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) It's even not that easy. (laughs) What's your take on the whole shitstorm that we're facing? Quite worrying. Yeah. Hmm. Like what, what do you see like uh, from like if you just scratch the surface, what are you looking at right now? The whole situation with uh, scale of Singaporean one yeah. to ten. Yeah, ten being like like run for your lives. Mm. Where are we right now? Mm. I think it's not a very easy uh, question to answer, mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, definitely the trend seems to be quite bleak. Mm-hmm. The outlook okay. seems to oh. be quite bleak. Mm-hmm. Mm. So if we look at what's happening in the US and Europe, yeah, yeah. Uh, IMF just came out with uh, their projections for 2023. Okay. So it doesn't look uh, good for the US and Europe. Okay. But for Southeast Asia, we are still okay. Oh, oh thank God. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess that you can you can look at it as some good news there. Mm-hmm. So a lot of our listeners who are in finance, they're saying the real recession is not here. Yep. Mm. And some of them are giving forecasts like in 2023, yeah. probably in March, April. I don't know where they get all this <laughs> mm. forecast That was from. a very fast yeah, if you notice. <laughs> that was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. coming. Your yeah. thoughts, uh, like where are we right now in terms of facing a real recession? In Singapore? Or in Singapore. Through? In Singapore, yeah. Mm. Um, I think um, with things, um, they're not going very well right now, mm-hmm. okay. uh, but this will continue for the next few months and I, I foresee until the end of the month, mm-hmm. okay. until the end of the year. Mm. End of the, as in next year? End of, end of this year. End of this okay. year, okay. So I, I don't have a crystal ball to say that it's going to happen in March Definitely. or April. Yes. And I, yes. I don't know what these guys are seeing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thank you. Uh, yeah. But... Um, um, it seems um, everybody agrees that the re- re- recession is definitely coming. Mm. Right. What are the, sort of the signs of a real recession? What will we mm. see yep. when yep. the recession yep. actually comes? And when was the last one? Oh, the last one. 2008 <laughs> financial crisis. 2008. Mm. Yeah. And if, do you consider the COVID crisis as being a financial crisis as well? I don't think so, right? Uh, yeah, that one is maybe um, a health crisis. Right, okay. rather right. a financial okay. crisis. So the 2008, as uh, Ridwan said, mm-hmm. that one was a global financial crisis, mm-hmm. uh, which of mm-hmm. course started with the subprime mortgage in the US and then mm. it had a global contagion effect uh, because everybody else was also invested uh, in, in that. A right. lot of uh, pensioners lost their, their money and, oh. and mm-hmm. all that. So 
Um, because of that, actually, um, Islamic finance was looked um, closely as an alternative. Mm. Mm. Because a lot of things happened during that time, right? Okay. People lost faith, uh, mm. you know, mm. uh, Lehman Brothers, you yeah. know, and then uh, government stepped in to save the too big to fail companies, mm. the insurance, the, ah. the banks and, and all that, right? to keep the financial infrastructure sound, um, sound and, mm. and all that. Wow. And then uh, another thing if uh, for those techies is that um, smart people like Satoshi Nakamoto started mm-hmm. to think like, okay, I don't trust these guys anymore. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I want to create a system where I'm peer-to-peer. I mm-hmm. don't need to go through a bank. I don't need to go through an intermediary oh. mm. uh, to make any financial transactions. Yeah. I can do peer-to-peer. Mm-hmm. So then at the end of 2008, he, he wrote that white paper mm. and yep. then uh, 2009, Bitcoin was uh, born based on the blockchain technology. Also, it came out of that. Yes, of course. Mm. That, no, this is, I mean, okay, so I'm kind of shocked and like honestly Point. super worried to hear mm-hmm. that the last recession was in 2008 mm. because I'm, I mean, I was 13 at that point in time. Okay. Right? Like, I had no idea what was going on. All mm-hmm. I knew was that, yeah, shit was hitting the fan. Things mm-hmm. are bad. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand what it was. I mean, I wasn't working. I had mm-hmm. no, like, I didn't do my own finances, right? Mm-hmm. So, in a sense, this will be my first recession, recession as a working adult. If it comes, yeah. Well, I mean, it sounds like it's definitely yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm like shitting bricks now because I'm like, okay, yeah. so next year, the test is coming, you know, like, mm. and, and it's bad because I know that, you know, when these things happen, people die. Like, mm. you know, the stress gets to people. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Like, I know that my dad personally lost a lot of friends mm-hmm. to suicide during, mm. I don't mm. think it was 2008. I think that was the 1990s. 1990s. Yeah. Yeah. So the previous one. Yes. Mm. And I mm. like, he lost, like personally lost I think like three or four friends mm-hmm. to suicide because of finances. Mm-hmm. So it's scary to hear this because basically this is going to be my first. I have not experienced this before. So I'd like mm-hmm. to just backtrack on yes. my question. Like what will we see in a real recession? Yeah, like, what are we to expect? Are we looking at uh, employment numbers to a certain percentage? Would it be technically 7% and above would be equal to a recession? Is there any markers to ah, yeah. define a, re- uh, a recession? I think it's uh, more of a high unemployment. Mm-hmm. And then okay. after that, the stocks cry. The stocks market right will be just dump. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. when you you see people will be buying stocks at the discount. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so that's where you know, see the Warren Buffett say saying that uh, when people are scared, you should be you should be entering the market. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So right, that's. Right. But if you look at the 2020 COVID crisis, right? We I thought I think I was going to be investing a lot on in it, and mm-hmm. it did went up. Mm-hmm. If you if you invest in ETFs, exchange-traded funds, mm-hmm. mutual funds, or even stocks, mm. it, it did went up. Mm-hmm. Then after that, uh, I think after after the they pulled back the money mm-hmm. from yeah. the economy, uh, that's when you see like that stocks went down. What do you mean uh, by mm. they pulled back the money? Uh, it's more of the because when you do quantitative easing, uh, you are pumping up money mm-hmm. to the public, right? Yeah. Now they are pulling it back. The money. How uh, do they pull it back? Like fines or <laughs> taxes or they, more to the they sell the they buy the treasuries, right? Hmm. Yeah. yeah. So uh, for for the 2020, what happened yeah. was, mm-hmm. um, um, I, I found it strange. I don't know whether people realize this or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a in a situation where the economy is quarantined, essentially, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, stocks market should actually drop. Yeah. Okay. Because companies can't function, revenue yeah. will go down, mm. and, uh, and only natural. Right? Expecting it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you look at uh, 2020, the US stock market did very well. Mm. Okay. Oh. Right? So the question, uh, and I asked myself, oh, why is this happening? Very strange, right? Mm-hmm. So I think what happened was that um, in um, in the 2000 uh, to recover from the 2008. So in 2020. 
2011 yeah. they did what um, the US did what we uh, what they call as quantitative easing mm, okay. and, and they did it several times mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so this time around um, they wanted to do something a little bit different sorry what is quantitative easing mm. if you could just like uh, yeah. dump it down for us yeah, yeah. yeah. dump it down yeah. so quantitative easing simply uh, means that um, they are trying to flush the market with money Okay. Oh, okay. To, re- to reinvigorate the economy. All right. Mm. Okay. So they print money, is it? Yeah, print money. Yeah. Oh, mm. that's basic. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> to put it very, very simply. Mm. Right, right, right. So now what they did is uh, in 2020 they print money, mm-hmm. uh, but they also wanted their stocks to be uh, what call this um, supported uh, mm-hmm. to, to be maintained and to be supported. Mm-hmm. So what what they did with the money that they printed was to go through what they call an asset purchase program. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they started to buy. Selected stocks mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. Uh, to hold their stock market ready. Yeah. So that's why you saw that even though the economy was stalled, mm-hmm. the US stocks was doing well. well. Yeah. Yeah. So the government was buying in on stocks. Yes. Ah, yeah. that's why you can see Shopee, right? Shopee mm-hmm. is the parent company is C Limited. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can see from around. I was doing a research on it uh, back in 2020. Uh, on C Limited. It was one hundred dollars. Then it became around four hundred or something. Mm-hmm. Then wow. after that, now it's like fifty dollars. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, Shopee <laughs> just laid off like yes. a hell of a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Facebook laid off a hell of a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So that's going to create some ripple effect as well, right? Yeah. But then if they are tech people, they should be okay, lah. I think. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So moving forward, are we looking at more retrenchments happening with yeah. big MNCs? Do you foresee that happening? I think the people that the economists that I have asked, uh, Dr. Hazik, mm. Mr. Sunny Hamid, if yeah. you know him, uh, yeah, they 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 are all asking, they are all saying, yeah, a recession is coming. You mm-hmm. better be prepared. Mm-hmm. If you're getting married next year, mm-hmm. <coughs> good luck. Maybe to withdraw your investments. Oh, yeah, maybe liquidate or something. So But, finance yeah. people always say cash is king in mm. a recession. What is it? What does it actually mean? Mm. Do we need a lot of cash flow? Is this a time to actually find a second hustle of sorts to just? Mm bump up on our cash savings I think in terms of the hassle yeah, I think that could be good uh, mm-hmm. the other one is maybe invest in unconventional assets so mm-hmm. for example there's crowdfunding Umar Munshi mm-hmm. uh, then there's also if you are rich enough private equity private equity has been is known to be uh, performing uncorrelated to the stock market so for example even if the stock market is tanking right mm-hmm. the private equity is giving returns that are like Ten percent, eleven percent, and mm. even the crowdfunding, I can say, I safely say, is around ten percent as well, fifteen percent depends mm. lah. Yeah, mm. but then uh, if you're looking at it from a overseas perspective, right? For example, there are several crowdfunders that are uh, in 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 uh, UAE, mm-hmm. in Saudi, mm. in UK. You're investing in it, and then they are able to give you at least ten percent above. There's a risk in it, in it, but you also have to take note about the FX. Mm. Ah, for an exchange. So, for example, when you transfer money there, mm. there's a fee for it. Then mm. after that, when you transfer back, is that uh, for example, if Singapore depreciates or even UK depreciates, ah, uh, so that you need to take to take that into account, ah. Uh. And UK just depreciated a hell of a lot, right? Mm. How how yeah. did that affect us? Or is it affecting us? Will it affect us? Or I mean, they just, just did a U-turn. 
Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. Because like, uh, I think Liz Trust basically she came in and then she was like, I'm going to do this unconventional thing that yes. nobody thinks is the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. And then she did it. Mm-hmm. Everybody got pissed off, including mm-hmm. her own party. Mm-hmm. And I think like now, they've, I mean, I, the finance minister has got fired, right? Yes. Yeah. And After then replaced huh. the new one. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. serious. A lot has happened in the UK. <laughs> oh mm-hmm. okay. And then, um, I, so now that I think they've done an official like 100% U-turn. They're going to withdraw everything. Mm-hmm. So like, are things going to like Get equalize mm. on that front my i just read the list may not even last until christmas oh, yeah. oh. okay and she's new yeah so <laughs> well, i mean okay so so this kind Wait, of like, so if she doesn't last until christmas mm. we know up north in malaysia we're going to be facing general new elections. Yes. Yes. yeah so there's like changes in in Uh, government and also political stability wait, near wait, and far. Note, should we be buying ringgit right now? Because <laughs> <laughs> oh. the G is coming and you know, the flood is happening as well. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I don't know. I'm just thinking like, like a normie right now. Wait, like, wait, what should so I do? I'm trying to get the, the reasoning. The logic <laughs> yeah, is what? Yeah, like, yeah. so Because you're expecting the ringgit to fall even more, <laughs> is it? Yeah, should If I fall, then you shouldn't buy one. Right. Yeah, I don't know. That's why we have yeah. the finance experts. Ah, yeah. <laughs> What should we do? Yeah, will it fall? Yeah, let's go to. Wait, I want to spend more in Malaysia. You want to sting down something? Should uh. we like uh, finish that, or should we yeah, just go yeah. straight to Malaysia? So right? how? Okay, like uh, political instability. Mm. Like you mentioned, the war earlier yeah. in, uh, in yeah. Ukraine and the impact. Uh, again, I mean, one has has no choice but to feel rather morose about the whole situation. Right? Yeah. Can mm. you give us some guidelines? What, what what can we do? What should we look out for? To your investment money, <laughs> <laughs> living as a normal person like yeah. Said, how how to know. survive a yeah. recession? Mm. Crash course one on Yes, I, I think uh, like uh, Ridwan covered. He said that if uh, I mean first I'll speak about investments. If you have money in equities, you need to remove them because market's gonna tank very soon. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then you need to put it um, somewhere uh, elsewhere. So he gave a few options, yes. right? Mm. Uh, like peer to peer lending platforms and private equity and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, we could also start looking at bonds okay. uh, if uh, they are good bonds performance. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, you know, if so bonds are safer than equities. Um, it depends on um, where you are at at the uh, market cycle, mm-hmm. right? So if the market is in a bull run, mm-hmm. so you put your money in equities. But if it's facing a bear run, then you try to take it up from equities and put it somewhere. Uh, that's a little bit safer. Mm-hmm. So bonds are generally safer, but uh, the finance rule is that low risk, low return. Mm. Yeah. So you you don't make as much as uh, equities. I see. But I mean, I guess that kind of like bring like pulls into the whole recession thing, right? Like, is now a time to be risky? Is now a time to increase our appetite for risk? Or is now a time to be like as conservative as possible and to try to save as much as possible? Don't take any unnecessary risks. I mean, like you were saying, right? even marriage, mm. like consider postpone. I mean, I don't know <laughs> no. how that's going to work. But like, uh, you know, holding off on, on maybe your your honeymoon mm. plans. Well, when people are fearful, that's when you should be brave. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> Fortune favors the brave. Yeah. No? yeah. And, and, so, and that's the, so the socialist in me is <laughs> thinking, because just now you were Thing, right like mm. uh, you know if you're rich enough mm-hmm. go for equity yeah. go for whatever and like in my head I was just like wow like this is a time mm. when normal people are expecting to you know lose tons of money and everything mm. but like if you're rich enough yeah. this can be a time for you to become richer yes yeah. and then my so head the world like, works man <laughs> like my, if, my, if, if I can add on that yeah. right mm-hmm. uh, you know the the, the adage uh, mm-hmm. 
the rich get richer yeah. the poor get poorer i mm. think that's actually quite true because if you look at the let's say just private equity right uh, the one that i mentioned earlier mm-hmm. they are uncorrelated and they give good returns even in recession oh. uh, you need to have at least 200,000 to enter mm. that's one then there's hedge fund right that hedge fund you can give you can get around 10% per mm. per annum mm. wow. uh, but then you need to have at least 50,000 so that's how this rich people get richer without the risk Mm. Yes, wow. and sometimes yeah. they leverage as well, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Are you still gonna be a hardcore die-hard capitalist, my friend? <laughs> no, so I mean, then we, we're a podcast for the people. What? Yeah, we, we will talk about the rich and <laughs> the middle class. It's about everyone. It's about yeah. everyone. So, yeah. but, so but, that's some advice. Yeah, sorry, doctor. But to answer your earlier question, so um, maybe. Most people would tend to save and to mm. you know to to approach a, a more conservative approach yep. to to life, right? Mm. Yeah. So if you can save, you can cut down on your luxury meals and and all that, you know. Uh, maybe drive less because um, petrol prices they are falling, the but they're still quite high. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So maybe take more mm. public transport, and you know, if you have to sell your car, you know, maybe it's a good time to oh start my. thinking about that and and all that. So. The the faster you do things like this, you sort of like cushion the impact of mm. um, you know the inevitable, right? Mm. Right, right, right. Mm. Uh, what someone uh, has called as grey rhinos. Mm-hmm. Grey rhinos. We've heard that? of uh, black swans, right? Ah, yes, yeah. yes. So the COVID nineteen was like an example of a black swan, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. Um, Wait to clarify, black swan is something that like comes out of blue, right? Like you don't expect. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the repercussions is is huge. Yes. Mm. Right? yes. Uh, highly unlikely, um, you know. Those kind of events. Yeah. So grey rhinos um like uh, uh, more common events. Mm-hmm. You know it's coming mm-hmm. because uh, all rhinos are grey, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But when a rhino is charging at you, you know you're in trouble. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. So that's that's the other term of grey rhino. So mm. if we know something is impending, uh, then maybe you can take steps to cushion the impact. Right. Mm. Right. And I mean, so realistically, how long are we looking at this uh, state of affairs? Because So of course, I mean, like you mentioned earlier, COVID was a huge, mm. like, wrench, right? That just like tossed everybody into into a, into a panic. And mm. the thing is, China, as much as you know, it's one of I think the second biggest economy in the world, mm-hmm. is it? Mm. And uh, it's still going by its zero COVID policy. And mm. I think uh, President Xi Jinping yes. recently had his congress or yes. whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And then I, I I mean I was reading some analysts and they were saying that he is still seems to be very much on that track. And people have constantly said that that is very bad for the economy. Mm. So is that going to last? And I mean, on the other hand, also the Ukraine thing is not going to resolve anytime soon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how long are we expecting this to last? Will it be years? Yeah. <laughs> well, you're asking so difficult, such a yeah. difficult well, question. Because <laughs> you're literally asking like, what will Putin do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wish Putin would just drop. <laughs> okay. Not gonna I mean, to to break it down, what <laughs> what Darren has basically painted yeah. is that. We are right now being exposed to multiple different angles of yeah. chaos, yes, yes, and facing mm. all of this simultaneously. Yes. Mm. What are we going to do to survive? Yeah, I'm the eternal pessimist. How do we brace for that grey rhino? <laughs> yeah, I think if I may start in terms of the asset allocation, mm-hmm. uh, if you read some financial books, right, they will say, okay, have a certain portion of your assets, mm-hmm. your cash, of course, mm-hmm. then a big portion on uh, sukuks or bonds, mm-hmm. Islamic bonds, uh, then a bit of stocks. Why? Because stocks are known to be going up, down, up, down, up, down. It, this mm. consists of your ETFs, mm. your uh, mutual funds, and whatnot. But again, why is the ratio to ratio of uh, sukuks or bonds 
against uh, stocks higher is because we know that sukuks or bonds are relatively stable mm-hmm. and it gives you dividends so mm-hmm. money every month for every quarter every semi 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 annual yeah so it's quite safe mm-hmm. uh that's for the retail investor and this is actually backed up by Ray Dalio Ray, De- Ray Dalio mm-hmm. uh, he's a hedge fund uh, he just I think retired I think Investment guru. Yeah, investment guru. Yeah. So this are uh, this is. But the serious type, right? Not the, not the kind you see. <laughs> <laughs> not the ones yeah. who with the crystal ball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how yeah. safe are our money in banks? Uh, I've heard of uh, ongoing rumors in Twitter. I'm on Twitter a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, for my daily uh, dose of financial news, this is Credit Suisse thing that's yeah. that's happening and all that. Credit mm-hmm. passing like a, a percentage of your amount of money you shouldn't keep in banks. Put it. In investments, well, what's mm. a good percentage to leave as cash flow in the bank? Oh. Uh, you mean, okay. Yeah, I I think uh, for for banks, our local banks, I think they're relatively safe. Mm. Usually, your deposits in banks um, are insured, uh, right? insured by by ah, other okay. um, by other agencies. Mm. And if you if you look at the worst uh, financial crisis so far that we had in 2008, the mm. government's actually stepped in to save uh, mm. banks and insurance and and mm. right, right. Mm-hmm. So it is highly unlikely that they will let uh, banks fail because they are too big to fail. Mm. Yeah, but having said that, um, we shouldn't take uh, things for granted because anything can happen these days, right? Mm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so if you are concerned about the money that you have in banks, uh, you could the safest way is to take it out and and hold cash. Are you serious? But the <laughs> but, but the keeping my lotins at home. <laughs> Dude, there was an article just yeah, like last yeah, week yeah, about yeah. an old man who Is lost it? 15k. Uh huh. How? Because his wife threw out his shirts. Oh <laughs> no! And he put 15k oh. in his shirts. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's. I think bad, the, bad the alternative idea. is gold. Mm. Uh, so you gold. might buy two options: physical gold mm-hmm. as well as uh, retail gold. So, for example, the physical gold. Why it's good to me personally is because uh, you can if you need. Financing, mm. you can just go to the pawn shop. Uh, there's two Arahnu in Singapore. Uh, mm. uh, one is in Value Max. One is in Nine One Six Pawn Shop in Tampines. Mm, okay. So you need money, right? You are in dire straits. Okay, okay. Here's my goal. Mm-hmm. I need that money for a while. Then you just pay one percent uh, safekeeping fee. Right. Mm. The other alternative is the uh, what they call that uh, eagle. Mm. It's actually gold that is backed uh, up in a vault in Singapore. Mm. Uh, then you can buy it. For as low as even one cent. Oh, yes, oh, okay. seriously. Uh, and you can, but then the issue is that you can, you need to sell it. After uh, you need to execute the sale, and then after that, two days later, you'll get your money. So oh. that's why the issue is, you might you might need the money now. Mm-hmm. But, oh, uh, yes. So that's why physical gold is good. Mm-hmm. But the issue mm-hmm. with physical gold also is that there's a premium to it. Mm. Yeah. So you're mm. actually paying premium. But then, so for example, right? If I want to buy gold from Value Max example. Mm-hmm. One 10 gram is around seven six zero example. Mm-hmm. Then, but then in the uh, let's say Hugo mm-hmm. Hugo app Hugo Safe, uh, you can buy it for as low as sixty dollars. Oh, uh, so that, that's mm-hmm. a that's a difference. Right. right yeah. Right, so right, that's right. that's sixty dollars and seven hundred and sixty dollars. No, uh, sorry, seven seven and sixty dollars for the physical gold from mm-hmm. the pawn shops. Then the 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 ego is around. Six hundred dollars, either. Six hundred. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a margin. A bit okay. of margin. Yes. Okay. I would buy the physical. Uh. I, <laughs> what about yeah. you? Uh, when you buy, tell me I'll go shopping <laughs> <laughs> for gold. Ah, uh? yeah. like wow, you all went from like gold watches to gold. I only buy from UOB, bro. I mean, I I, I we I should have... make them buy at time. Okay. Okay. Mm. I've stopped buying watches. I've helped myself. Like enough this year, enough. Yeah. Actually, yeah. So that's kind of 
what I was kind of confused, not confused lah, but uh-huh. kind of curious about also because there was a period where you were really into like, you know, investments and, and, and looking yeah. at all these yeah. things, right? Don't look at me lah. Like, I feel very comfortable. Crypto. Okay. <laughs> I, I mean, no, but at, at least you extricate yourself before. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Actually, yeah, that's one good thing about Zah. He goes to the extremes, <laughs> but he manages to pull himself out. And he's that lucky uh, that, yeah. he, that he reached that point before the storm, like the full storm yeah. starts hitting. Uh. Yeah. You know what they call it? Mm-hmm. You know what, what, what does failure uh, equates to? Uh. Tuition fees. <laughs> to make yourself feel good. Yeah, hey, but you know what? Although we are talking about all of this, right? Yeah. The other day I was listening to the radio mm. and like I think next, I think this week or next week, yeah. there's actually a lux, luxury fest or something like that that's going on. Ah, really? Where, where it is targeted to... Uh, the ultra rich right. buying mm. luxury watches, luxury everything they want, mm. all under one roof, uh, jewelry and all, and whatnot. So I mean, while we every day we are reading about how things are going to go bad, bad uh, for who? Uh, people are still spending. No, that's the thing, right? Bad for who? That I mean, that's the whole. I mean, okay, how? So like, no, but how do you how do you normalize that in our brains? Ask a woke person. We've internalized this. Like. You and your socialist shit. I don't listen. I want to listen from the finance fellas. The guys who yeah, actually yeah. know what's happening. Okay, okay. okay. okay doctor, you just want to eat the rich. Doctor, would you agree? Okay, would you agree? So I don't know. I don't know if you're like in the whole woke discourse or whatever. Yeah. But would you agree that like global inequality, financial, economic inequality is, is on the uprise? Yes. You, that was absolutely. a fast, <laughs> absolutely like fast so, response. There is a polarization of wealth between uh, the two ends, right? Or the yes. spectrum. That's something we all know. Yeah. But mm. that's something that, that can be manipulated by government policies. <laughs> yep. uh-huh. That is uh, okay. uh, sometimes a construct of social yeah. norms. Mm-hmm. There's more, many different angles towards it. Yeah. But yeah. let's go to your end of the sex spectrum. <laughs> la. What do you mean? Do you think communism or socialist <laughs> ideals I'm not a would communist, solve way, our economic yeah, problems? Or will it bring us back to North Korea? I'm not a communist. Where you belong. By the way. <laughs> uh, like, but I mean, more socialist in nature. Like, mm. my, mm. that's, but, but personal leanings. That's mm. just personal mm. leanings. <laughs> because I wish I wish everybody could see how uncomfortable it looks. Okay. Oh gosh. It's it's a very interesting uh, question because yeah. um, we have the Islamic system, which uh, through IFSG we're mm. trying to educate and we're trying mm. to push forth. Mm. Yeah. So then people will ask me, right? So is is the Islamic system? Uh, this alternative system is it a capitalist mm. system or a more socialist system? Yeah. Right. Right. So if uh, if you really look at it, um, the ideal version would be it is um, you know a hybrid of uh, both mm-hmm. right? uh, socialist and and uh, and capitalist because mm. uh, we cannot uh, pursue profit uh, and there's no limit in Islam to pursue profit whatever right there's no right. verse that says that okay maximum you can make ten million and that's yeah. it right mm-hmm. so there's there's no limit like that right mm. but it, what it says is that. Um, you know, you you take care of yourself, but you also need to take care of the disadvantaged, yeah. the disenfranchised, and those mm. people who cannot help themselves. So that's mm. the socialist uh, portion. Yes. Mm-hmm. So and then we have this uh, risk sharing, yes. uh, profit and loss sharing. That means if we want to get rich, we should get rich together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if there's um, a, a black swan event or whatsoever, mm-hmm. because we're sharing our risk, we you spread the impact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? So mm-hmm. that kind of world is actually. Um, universally shared by everyone. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's just that 
uh, Islamic finance has um, you know made some progress in that sense and mm-hmm. uh, because it's based on Islamic values we call it Islamic finance but right, essentially right. it's it's an ethical form of finance mm. that is meant to serve humanity mm. yeah, yeah, and I mean like like you were describing right like, a lot of these principles like you said they're universal, universal like, yeah. taking care of everybody yeah. mm-hmm. not putting a limit other than maybe North Korea or, or <laughs> like you say right the actual communists mm, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, then yeah you know like they they are actually universal in that sense mm. but you talked about like risk sharing and I'm kind of wondering now also because Singapore government has put in so much money right over the past few yeah. years and I mean just recently they announced that there's this new like health package that they're mm. giving oh, yes. out right? like yeah. everybody's going to be getting I think like uh, G- I mean the GST rebate yeah. as always but also on top of that everybody's getting another one off between uh, one to five hundred yeah depending on like where you lie on the yes. spectrum mm-hmm. like I mean of course I'm happy like, as, a, as a citizen I'm like yeah hey, money right But like, in the long run, is this actually like, is this going to be a problem? Yeah, because I mean, we've expanded so much over the past few years. Mm-hmm. And who knows, after Ukraine, God knows, you know, later, I don't know, later, I don't want to name names, lah, but yeah. later some other country decides to, you know, wake up on the other end of the bed and then press a button or whatever. Mm. <laughs> is that Is that, you know, is that feasible? Um, I, I think that's a, a government policy is their choice uh, because they look at things in a much broader sense. Mm. So they still need support, although election is not here and so and so on, right? So mm-hmm. when election time comes, they say, okay, we have done this throughout the time and it's not only during the election period and all that, right? Mm. So it has become um, a policy that they has uh, they that they want to be involved in throughout the the entire term, mm. right? Right. Uh, and I think. Um, Based on the current situation that uh, COVID is going to get worse, there's a new variant that is, mm, you know, yes. even immune to our vaccination that's already in our bodies and and all that, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. So it seems like we um uh, perhaps um they are viewing that we are moving back into that phase, mm. right? So, oh. uh, and oh. I'm, I'm sure they have numbers on un- unemployment rates and retrenchment yeah, yeah. rates and all mm-hmm. that, right? So they know that uh, money still needs to go out there to help. Mm. You know, it's it may not be much, but it is. A gesture to to the citizens that Definitely. you know uh, this this is something that um, can help them, uh, although for the short term, but uh, you know like a like a nice gesture for for government to do. Mm. Yeah. Well, Dr. Hasik and Ridwan, thank you so much for being with us. Yes, I think yeah. this has been quite a robust discussion. Yeah? Yes, and uh, you know if you're interested to know more, tell us more about uh, what you guys are doing for yeah. FSG yeah. and how uh, we can follow up. Bit can so we are Islamic Finance Singapore. We mm-hmm. are a company limited by guarantee. What does that mean? Is that is a company that is sort of like a society, mm-hmm. but it's a modern form of society. Uh, okay. So it's very very much for the community. Right. We do events, we do trainings, we do uh, content and resources for Islamic uh, for the public mm-hmm. uh, on Islamic finance. So for example, where can you get? Investments. Where, how to know whether this investment is halal, or for example, mm-hmm. and uh, what are the available options for Islamic financing? For example, your uh, renovation loan, your auto financing. Then, uh, where do you want to learn Islamic finance? So, for example, for us, we engage Dr. Hazik as the trainer, mm-hmm. uh, but you can also engage other uh, organizations. So, we have some organizations from uh, UAE, mm-hmm. some from the UK. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, we have some connections there as well. Fantastic. Uh, yeah. So that's basically it. Is very much for the community. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice. It's more to personal finance because we know that the people are they need to know about personal finance as uh, the the situation now mm-hmm. highlights. But also, then do we add the Islamic finance element? Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much, and uh, you yeah. can follow all of them on their socials. Of mm-hmm. course, we're going to leave a side note as well for you to find out more. Link on how yeah. you can be more prudent on your finances and uh, where you put your money. 
on investments. We're going to be taking a short break with our sponsors right after this, only on Plan B. SG. Don't go away. We interrupt this program to bring you. This podcast is proudly brought to you by your friends from the Bravo Realtors. That's right. And if you want to do your property health check today, you can do so at this number. That's 8100-2300. I repeat, that's 8100-2300. Alternatively, you're going to find them on their IG and that's at the Bravo Realtors. We're with our friends from the Bravo Realtors in the studio. Yep. Welcome back. Talking about something today. Hmm, what's... Yeah. We're going to be talking about cooling measures. Cooling mm. measures. Will it become too cold? <laughs> yeah, is there, is there a limit to these yeah. things? I think we, are, we would like to talk about whether the cooling measures are enough to actually cool the market, right? But uh-huh. uh, I, don't, I don't think it will actually uh, control the market too much. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think we will see a slight dip just like deep and I think the property prices will continue to increase. As oh. with all yeah. cooling measures that we've seen before. Uh-huh. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah, It will always be higher than the last high. Mm-hmm. So we will see another peak. But they say... We will see another peak. <laughs> yes, I love that. <laughs> so, so is it enough? Like, I mean, should they be doing more? Mm. No, and also if we, we if we do enter into a recession, then technically your dip will go below your last peak. Okay, right? but you see, it's... Uh, it's yeah, a but problem. The question right? is what happens after that dip. No, <laughs> 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 if and this, I don't think the government would want to allow the property prices to correct itself significantly. Okay. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. One of the main reasons why is because a majority of Singaporeans are buying this property or let's say HDB mm-hmm. um, using their CPF. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if it goes from five hundred thousand all the way down to three hundred thousand, mm-hmm. you lose actually. CPF money, right? Yeah. Majority. So it's a problem not only for the consumers but also for the government itself. Mm-hmm. You lose oh. a lot of the reserves, a lot of the investment that have already been used. Yes. So it will be a huge problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't think they would allow or they will try to control as much as they can. Okay. Mm-hmm. So technically, I mean, the, the cooling measures uh, like you shared before on the show, you and uh, Kamal as well, uh, are like a turn off, turn, on, uh, turn on, turn off tap, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they adjust it as and when we need we need it done. Mm-hmm. Now, you see, you mentioned about uh, prices and whether or not it can shrink to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. In my own life, uh, in my personal experience, right? I remember when uh, I was much younger, the flat that I stayed in, the valuation went up to as high as about 470k at one point in time. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then 2008 came. And the, mm. the the value of that flat went down to two hundred seventy. Mm. Oh wow! So oh, uh, how, how? yeah, and like, today it's probably back at about 500, 530 or so Oh five wow! Okay. So these things can happen. Right? It because it, of a recession. Yeah, mm. two thousand eight. Yeah, la, Because of that time, right? Two thousand eight. Yeah. I think probably he's not in the property yet. Ah, <laughs> ah, two thousand eight is the recession, the, right? The, the yeah. I think uh, is the. Lehman Brothers. Mm, Lehman yeah. Right? Mm. So during those time, uh, a lot of people are taking, especially those people who take, uh, they managed to take a second property loan at about 90%. Currently, there's only, you can only take 45% of a uh, second property. Mm-hmm. So, what these people uh, will, uh, when, when they out of job, mm-hmm. <laughs> normally the second property they cannot pay. Mm. So this is where all the price will dip down. Nobody want to rent. You yeah. cannot afford to pay. So you have to sell off your property. That's mm-hmm. where the fire sale is. Mm. Because uh, everybody is speculating previously. Mm-hmm. But currently, <coughs> the government already make that for second property, you can only take 45%. Mm. So all these are actually to control the market from going 
too high. Uh, too high, too over leverage. So mm. that when this thing happen, actually we can still afford to pay the monthly mortgage. Mm. So this is not this is less likely to happen now. Mm. So mm. technically, we are in potentially insulated from having like. But if you lose your job, then. But that's like a whole other set of problems they're gonna have to deal with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. So, but how, how does that pan out for the real estate industry? What should people do? Uh, I, I mean, you've always go, given good advice. On, yeah, on always be prudent, lah. Mm-hmm. Always be prudent in, in especially in borrowing. Um, always protect your CPF. I think it's very important because it, especially it's it's linked to your retirement. Mm-hmm. So if you heavily use your CPF or dependent on your CPF, and when crucial times like this, and you cannot access your CPF, then you'll be in trouble. Mm. And then if you think about retirement in maybe 10, 20 years down the road, right? You would want to have access to your CPF to use for your retirement. But if mm. it's If it becomes a negative sale, mm-hmm. then you lose a huge part of your retirement there, right? Mm-hmm. So you don't. Yeah. You, you need to protect it. You need to know how to do it. Mm-hmm. So plan for your finances. Plan for your retirement with our friends from the Bravo Realtors right now. Yeah, and yeah. Call away actually for an appointment. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's right, and it's a very uh, jing jingly number. Mm-hmm. And that's eight one hundred two three hundred. I repeat, that's eight one hundred two three hundred. Alternatively, you can also find them on their IG, and that's at the Bravo Realtors.